0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: I the sky the... Welcome to New Dimensions with your host, Rev. Nicholas Barrett. Our identities are not labels, identifying who we are to others. Rather, they are found in God's riches, His likeness, and character. We can discover our true selves and live the way He has intended for us to live. Now, here is Rev. Nicholas Barrett.
2: Good morning. Welcome. It's Nicholas. How are you? I have a great show for you all today. I'm believing that we are all here in this brand new moment in eternity for a reason. Even though that may not have become revealed until now, down the road, um, very often as we go through things, we don't realize why we're in them, but down the road it becomes revealed, well, that's why I was there at that time. Like anything that's not been manifest, it starts out as a seed, and then at the right time makes itself tangible into your life. We need to plant good seeds on fertile soil so that we can live exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ever ask or imagine. That's why God only provides a light to your path and a lamp to your feet, so we can only see so much. As if he gave us the full story, we would no longer need him. You know, it would be easy if he told you, uh, you or me, this would happen then and that will happen on this day. As then we wouldn't need to live by faith as we'd know how it was going to play play out from there on. It sounds tempting to know our full life's journeys, but it would be like going to see a new movie and knowing every detail before it started. You know, some things would be good to know. And to be honest, some things, you know, we don't want to know. So welcome. I don't know whether you're on the show for the first time or for the 30th time or the 40th time. Welcome. The show's going out live on the wonderful Voice America platform. It goes worldwide. We're literally going out to more than 60 countries. Live each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And then all the episodes are made available on the iTunes platform. If you don't have iTunes, I believe you can Google the show and then you'll get taken straight on to a particular episode. Just remember to put in new dimensions. You know, last week we talked about racism and the really the condition of all of this stems to the human heart. It really all the, the whole of the world right now is is at a preposis and in the midst of the greatest collective turmoil in our modern times. So just like in the times of the Amorites, you know, evil is real. We, we cannot deny that to say things are OK because they're not. But, you know, but God is greater. It's a time, I think, of opportunity, a time to raise our awareness that our state of ego, our state of separation has created all of the human suffering in the world today. It's not the animals, but it's our nature, prideful nature of, of greed, of lust, and all the things that come out of that, judgmentalism, anger, control, envy, all of those things, all of those things that are separate from from being, which is obviously patience, love, empathy, empathy. Uh, equanimity, all of those beautiful things that we're given in the gift of love. So we must not face the problems, but I I believe embrace the opportunity for change in these problems. I was contacted, been contacted actually by quite a few, believe it or not, black um, English celebrities as far as the show uh, uh, that I did last week about the causality of racism, but not so much In America so far and I think we must be careful not to be molded to our culture sometimes we're so conformed to our molds and patterns that even though it's uncomfortable we stay in it just like a pig stays in mud it it knows no different because it's being conditioned to be there and that message really is for somebody it could be for a black leader who's listening to this show we need a vision quite clearly but we need perseverance and out of that perseverance, we also need consistency. It's not going to be easy to get changed because society's been segregated in America for so long. So we'll have to persevere through some resistance. It's also not going to happen quickly. So we need to have consistency, which means we're doing it on a regular basis. When you face a problem, refuse to think of thoughts of failure. As the present focus will determine our outcomes. It's really how we view a problem that will determine how we're going to come out of it. God can't help you unless you first trust him to help. So turn your thoughts from the problem to God, for whom all things are possible. Trust him to guide you in his wise, loving solution. Isaiah 41 tells us, for I am the Lord, your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. You know, wherever you are in the world, wherever you're listening to the show, you may be listening to in an office, in your car, maybe it's winter in your place in the equator, or maybe summer here as it is in Los Angeles, the world is pointing to negativity at every opportunity. Where whereby God is the source of all creation, he points to beauty, abundance, and love. So we, we're in a tug of war. It's like a rope. One side's going the other way, the other side's going the other way. You may be a battle in your own personal life. It may be your marriage. It may be your finances. It may be your health. It may be a depression. Or just in an easy state of mind with all the things going on in the world today. Remember, it's not the battle that will dictate, dictate your results, but your response to that battle. God has already overcome the world and it's the faith response in you that will manifest the victory. So I ask you today do you put your faith in the flux of the world or in the consistency of God, of God who is the same yesterday, today and forevermore? That really is the question that you'll ask. Are you fear based or faith based? Because that really will determine how you're going to get out of your personal season and and how we're going to get out of these world problems which are Every day when you turn it on, it's, it's all over the world. Anger. Anger and the depravity of the human heart. But let's get into the show title for this week. I'm excited to, to present this title. The title very simply is, The Heart is Like a Bank Account. And I'll repeat that again. The heart is like a bank account. You know, regardless of our economic condition or geographic position, We're born with the universal commonality that we have no previous experiences, heartbreaks, or disappointments. As we go through life, the heart then becomes like a bank account. We take every experience and interaction, perceive them in our minds as good or bad, and then make a deposit into our hearts. Before long, the heart becomes tainted as we're predominantly making negative deposits. As 95% of your thoughts and my thoughts are repeated daily with 85% of those being negative, and I call those ants, which is automatic negative thinking. So 85% of our thoughts are negative based off 90% that are repeated. As you can see, your deposits are not bringing you the best fruit. What you sow is what you will ultimately reap. This translates into your life that you might have put a lot of negative thoughts about your marriage, about your past, negative thoughts towards people that you've encountered, or ones in your life right now. The result is that you are vengeful, angry, tired, stressed, and maybe feel out of control at some times. We only have to look at drivers. I saw somebody screaming in the car yesterday and sounding the horn. So there's a lot of people out of control because they're burning around with these thoughts. This is because your mind has become infested with negative thoughts. It's just, that's why I call them ants. You put one ant in a fridge, open it up a week later, you've got 500 of them. They, They multiply. So your negative thoughts then become, you feel those thoughts and they become a heart issue. So life becomes what you focus on. If you want to change your if I want to change my life very simply I need to change my focus I need to change my focus to get out of anger I need to change my focus to get out of depression I need to change my focus to get out of stress and I need to change my focus to get out of regrets and these conditions I've gone through are, are, are the key human conditions anger depression stress and getting out of regrets how many times are we living in Uh, what went wrong, the disappointment of the footstep of yesterday and the fear of the footstep of tomorrow. So we really have to be present to life, not be caught up in these thoughts. So we have to raise awareness to be aware of them. You know, as perfection is always through a process, this means your life is a process of getting better. So we need to keep making sound choices to align with God's will. Just as gold is perfected and shaped through heat, so that we're They're also shaped through our trials, our challenges, our tribulations, our disappointments, our life experiences. You know, if you go on a car journey, you set your navigation to to the desired destination. It will then pick the most effective and safest path to get you to the journey, to to the destination of your journey. There may be roads that lead off the main road that will get you to the same destination, but there may be off-road and there may be bumpy. So the GPS avoided selecting these to persevere your car and give you the smoothest journey possible. You know, we too must make sound choices and decisions to navigate our lives to. We want to get to the destination in the most effective way possible. But many people, when they get older, they look lifeless and beaten up because they've been doing it off-road for so long. They've been doing an off-road journey. They've moved away from the best GPS that God gives us. They're using control to try and control outcomes and circumstances, resistance to try and resist change, and pride to be right or wrong as their guide. And this really, I feel very strongly for for many, many people. If we can break out of those human patterns, you'll live a much less bondage, a much freer life. You'll live really the way you were destined to live. But we develop all all of these things. You know, God has it all. Proverbs 16, 9. That's one of these things. The mind of man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps, meaning it's all been ordained. You may have plans to plan your journey. You may be planning in five years time to go to Barbados on a vacation or when you're 66 to retire with so much in the bank. But disease could come. Accidents could come. You know, death comes like a thief in the night. I've seen boxes before with eight day old babies, and I've also seen people at 99 that are still living. So we really don't know. Life is, is, is written by God, the start, the middle, and the end. He had the pen. So we can make our plans, but keep your white out, keep your eraser there, because the chances are many times you'll need to change your plans. And I'm sure most of us can relate to that. Um, our planning is often not the best, but in our pride form, we think we know it all. It takes us so long to start to learn because I know how I was when I was in my teens and 20s. We think we know it all. We become closed to new information because, you know, there's so much of us in our head. You know, God gives us free will so that we can eventually accept his way as the right way. You know, it takes mistakes to learn what's the best way forward. And it also takes Time. You know, I tried so many times thinking that the more independent that I became, the more I studied, the greater my bank account, the greater would be my joint success. All of these motivational speakers tell you, you know, you're stronger than this thing like a butterfly bee. You want to be independent. You can crush people. You can decide how many millions you're going to get, how much you're going to. It's all about ego and possession. And that's why God bless them, but it doesn't really work. Otherwise, the world would have changed. So circumstances really came along um, that were more than I could handle. And the only way that I could get through them was by looking to something greater than me, by God revealing himself by his grace in my turmoil, by his grace in my pain. Yes, it's God, God's grace is revealed in our weaknesses because that's the time that we turn to him. I've seen people that have really bad crashes and you hear them saying, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. That's the first thing they say. And I hear it inadvertently at coffee shops, too, even though a lot of people may not have a relationship with God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm hearing that a lot lately. But when they when you're really weak, just think about it. When you were young and you had chicken pox or something really bad, I had stomach colics occasionally. You think like death was coming straight away. God's in your mind. That's because he seated you and he really he brought you into this world. So and we're going back there. So. That's your parking spot. That's your reserved bay. So that's why we gravitate to that. You know, my father died tragically. Then a few years later, my mother had a tragic accident and died. Then my business, which was a very successful business, uh, it was a, nutric- a nutritional business for a lot of celebrities. This was, even though psychology was my thing, I was also doing nutrition. And that fell off, for some reason, off all of the Google searches. And then many other transgressions from old friends that many, many other personal struggles, internal struggles that ensued. You know, dear friend, I don't know your circumstances today, but, you know, God knows them. It may be that your spouse has been unfaithful. It may be a habit or an addiction. It may be a sudden loss, a child of yours with an addiction, a mental problem, mental illnesses, mental depression, a physical ability. In a wheelchair. You know, all of these circumstances are, are, are some of them are, many of them foreseen, meaning they, they can happen at any time without warning. Circumstances are not on our convenience. It's not something we plan in our planners or our iPhones to say it happens. They happen when they happen. It's like water crashing on the shoreline. We can't control the flow or the current. It's something that happens. So it's only really something bigger than you that can get you through it. And that is really God's grace. Um, that sustains you. So what I say to you is that you may be really down. Don't curse your problem because keep your provision to purpose. And the purpose I've gained through these tragedies are really focusing on the psychology, focusing, but using my knowledge on how to help people, how to write books, how to speak, how to travel and elucidate people and help people. So all of these tragedies really gave me peace. You know, would I still like to have my mother and father back Sure, I would. But at the same time, the purpose I have now, all of this would not, have. if this hadn't have happened, it wouldn't have got me to where I am today. So be, be have a vision. See through your purpose. Don't get depressed. Don't get down. So, and uh, 1 Peter 5 tells us, and all, all the God of grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a while, a little while. will him himself restore you and make you strong, firm and steadfast so God even says this after you have suffered a little while will himself restore you and make you strong and I'm an example of this people ask me how come I'm always so joyous, you know they still have their families and all of things that I don't but you know you know what, the joy is a gift that comes from within, I can't Gucci it, I can't Fendi it, I can't Ferrari it And I speak to friends of mine that may have those things, and there's a desperation, there's a hollowness, there's a void inside of them. You know, peace is not for sale. And I repeat that. Peace is not for sale. Time is not for sale. You can't buy time. You can't buy peace. And I'm not going to get into names, but there's a gentleman running for office um, in America, and you can tell there's something about him. He may have all the money in the world, but there's, there's an anger in the heart there. There's resentment. You can tell by the, by the way somebody talks mirrors that. I'm not taking sides. I'm, I'm just using this as a pointer. So what it really means in your life and mine, that is that whatever we face a trial, the answer is always more God. It's not more of anything else. It's not more money, not more sex, not more anger, not more spending. It is more God because that is the gift of grace and the gift of peace. So all grace denotes an abundance or a plenty of it in himself. He himself has it all. And he stored the fullness in his son. So he's the author and finisher of your life and my life and the giver of regenerating grace, faith, love, hope, and repentance. So regenerating means it's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. It's not like an iPhone that needs recharging. His thing, it's going forever. It's eternal on the eternal line. It means you'll never run out of source. This means that in him, you know, you can have all you need is always at hand to always sustain you through your season. So, and I'm speaking that into you now. All you need, I've spent a lot of time on this segment because God is moving me. There may be parts of this episode I can't even get to. We'll have to put on at another time. But um, all you need is at hand, friend. All, you may feel desperate. All you need is in hand. You just need to seize it and grab it. And you will be sustained. It will give you a boy, a life boy to float on the water through the season. So let's take a look at how experiences affect our hearts bank account, which really is our lives. We're talking about hearts and bank accounts. And you're probably thinking, how has that got to do with it? But it, it has a lot. I'm using it as a parable, but it has a lot You know, experiences come in many different shapes and sizes. It could be personal experiences from relationships. It could be experiences from words that have been said over us by parents, by siblings, by peers at school, by teachers, interactions with people, adults, interactions at work in our business or relational ones, non-relational ones, just people we encounter in stores and on streets in our daily lives. With these interactions, our minds are always editing them as good or bad. As this is consistently playing off like a movie, which is always active in our minds by a perceived nature. We're always perceiving things. So it's going around like a film all the time in our head. Without dealing with these interactions in a positive way, you can remain on a journey of not getting better as a person, but instead, like most people do, just getting better. I'm just really being honest this often predicates us to become more closed to new opportunities as we become tainted and fearful to other people. So the mind becomes a reservoir that pushes out into the heart. You know, it's important to remember that the mind with its thoughts impacts our hearts and not the heart, the mind. So it's the thoughts that then enter the mind that corrupt it. The heart was born perfect. It's the thoughts that will taint it because it becomes like a, a pool that goes in. An estuary. The heart then becomes an estuary of it all that flows out of it. You know, you may you may find it possible to avoid bigger issues such as moral choices, cruelty, or antisocial behaviour. The smaller issues that we that were not necessarily conscious about in our daily lives, such as wavering faith, materialism, pride, jealousy, anger, impatience, or being and giving. Those others be thought of as small can be the ones that in time really impact our lives the most. You know, it's the small things that you can't always see that sometimes break our lives apart. Again, I'm feeling strongly for somebody. Be careful of the small because that can take you by surprise and bring you down. Just like a small hole in a big vessel, nobody notices it, but when they're capsizing the Poseidon, everything goes down. So Be careful. In terms of experiences in life's events, we usually gather the negative ones because that's how society is geared by the media and our societal molding, our paradigms. Most of us are conditioned to focus on negative things through a limited mindset that we've embraced. On the other hand, the abundance mindset will be one of infinite possibility unrestricted by limitation, which will be full of creativity, love, joy, and peace. The way we live is man-made, as we're created in God's image and likeness, and then life comes along and jacks us up. We look at it as being our truth and therefore live our lives out of that. So the abundance found in God is one of love and pure joy. Creativity. And, and peace. So that can only bring positivity to your table. So the more focus, very simply, the more focus you have on God, the purer your heart, the more positive your outlook. So to have a different outlook, we must first change our inlook. What are we looking at? You know, it's the battle of light and dark, as I said earlier on. So what is your inlook looking like today? That's really what I ask you. What are you looking at? What you feel on the inside brings about what you have on the outside. However, we mostly spend our lives chasing solutions on the outside. Why do you think the people of the world are so tense and happy and stressed out? You know, I'm giving it to you the way it is so that we can be open to all that God has had for us, does have and will have. You know, it's the darkness of the world that labels things as good or bad. or This pushes that mindset upon us, which we then permit to steal and destroy our light. You know, the enemy has robbed and sold you this lie. So if we view all our interactions as going into a thought bank account, what happens is we get a lot of build-up of thoughts and ideas that simply are not serving us. If these things are not then processed, what's the result? You know, we get an overflow and out of that overflow, we can only release negativity. You can only release out of your overflow. So this affects us in terms of how we see ourselves and how we see ourselves will be how we see other people and out of that how we see the world and out of that ultimately how we see our lives. So if you put a label on someone else and voice our limitations, that is a reflection of what we're feeling from within. These limitations and restrictions are not because what is around us is that way, it's become that way because we are and hence our surroundings have become us. So we need to remember Everything on the outside of you is a manifestation from what's on within you. I cannot give you on the outside what is not present on the inside of me. So really, it can only be through changing perspective that we're able to see the things that we have encountered differently. So we have to look back at all the things we, that have molded us and shaped us to be able to go forward. We're about to take a break. Um, when we get back in the next segment, we're going to talk more about how we're going to do a heart cleanse your life is the condition of your heart. And we're going to talk more about how we can start to work it just to gain some more awareness. But have a great break, and I will see you in the second segment. God bless you, and thank you for being on this show. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
0: Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches? Ready to share success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that hear about personal growth building a better business inspirational life stories and personal branding you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com, the voice america empowerment channel it's your world motivate change succeed how do you define work is it that mundane monday through friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment.
1: Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are tuned in to New Dimensions. To reach Reverend Nicholas or his guests today, please call in to one 346 9141 That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to nbarrett28 at yahoo.com. Now, back to New Dimensions.
2: Good morning. I hope you had a great break. We're in with the second segment. We're having a great show. We're talking all about the human heart. What goes in is what comes out. We're talking about deposits and withdrawals. Very simply, your negative thoughts go in one way and your positive thoughts go in one way. And whichever ones you have more of, negative ones are making a withdrawal all the time. So there's deteriorating the heart. So we finish that first segment. We have to go back to view things that have happened in order to go... to to actually start to move forward because we've been shaped over many years. We can look back over things that have happened and molded us that we've edited and perceived. We've been shaped over many years. It's just like a piece of stone with water splashing. It's taken the shape of its environment. So... Some of these things may seem repetitive, but it's, it's a one-hour sermon. Normally, I give 30 minutes if it's a live show, but I think I need this time because it's a complicated issue. Even though some of the things sound similar, they're all flowing, and I need to really get the message across. It's a, a complicated topic, but it's on my heart to give it to you. So if it's words people have spoken over you, we need to come to the revelation that they have spoken those from their own set of limitations, hurts, and mindsets, and put those then upon us. What we've then done in effect is we've given them permission to become our limitations. We have taken them on as being fact or truth about us. We have a belief system that has been founded upon what we have heard about ourselves. You know, it's not a good place to be, but the fact is that many of us are there. We've had parents saying things to us. We've had interactions with siblings. We've had interactions with friends. Those things are fested in our mind because that's, as human beings, how we are. We have quiet times, and these things, when we're driving or when we're home That's how people get into a depression mindset. It's festering in the mind. The mind is a container. It's moving at 60,000 thoughts a day. Boom, boom. And all of this stuff is is just processing like a big washer dryer. So just think about this. How many of you would be living differently if it wasn't for words people have said over you? You know, please give this some serious thought today. If you had no negative interactions or people saying things over you, how would your... Would you feel today? So we need to develop an awareness. Let's talk about an awareness mindset. How do you think the condition of your heart is by now? You have the ability to store more positive thoughts, but that has to be from a more conscious and deliberate action. You have to get critically aware of it. You know, we have two parts of the mind that are foremost in our mind editing. That's the prefrontal cortex, which is the frontal logical mind, the one we make logical thoughts and decisions with, and the limbic mind, which is our automotive mind. That's our mind of the emotions. So this automotive mind, the limbic mind, is the one that sources all of our negative thoughts as we react out of it with our emotional emotions and feelings, so it's these emotions and feelings that then impact and mess up our lives. So all human suffering is driven by this mind as we are unconsciously dragged around by our emotions and feelings, much the same way as a dog on a leash. How many of us are living life based upon what we feel or based on our emotions? I hear it on people on cell phones all the time. We're living by our emotions and feelings, and that's why we're having not the best of life. So to make a change, what first needs to take place is a conscious, deliberate effort done on a consistent basis You know, to raise your awareness, to be more effective in processing things done in a positive way. So when rechanneling those on a consistent basis, in time, it will lead to a rewiring of your emotional mind, much the same way it was originally formed negatively. It can be rewired or renewed to be positive. Remember, you had the mind God gave you originally, so it's something that can be renewed, just like a, a magazine subscription can only be renewed if you have the subscription originally. So very simply, it can be renewed because you had it. It just got lost in, lost in life. Ephesians 4, 3 tells us to be made new in the attitude of your minds. So God knew that there would be a problem with our minds. To be made new in the attitude of our minds, he knew that would be the problem. So you need to be aware of what you're putting away. For example, this is a simple one. If someone says to you, look, you're not going to be good at doing this, rather than take that as an offense, we take offense to things or taking that on board and storing it in your negative bank account, you can develop a positive dialogue within yourself. You can't change what the other person says, but you can change what you say. Well, okay, I noticed that person has made this comment. They're entitled to their own opinion. However, I'm not going to wear this as my badge. I'm not going to put this into my heart. I'm not going to accept this as being a true image of me. The person who said this to me is operating from his or her own limitations, and I'm not aware of his or her past to accept that their view is accurate of me in the present. So it's... If you really enforce this with yourself, it'll start to break things. It'll start to create a shift. There needs to be a shift created in you to break a pattern. You know, it's not just the spoken word, but how we view the spoken word, how we personally edit and store that spoken word in our minds, which will then permeate into our hearts. It's neither the words nor the circumstances that have impacted our lives or our hearts, but how we've perceived them and how we've stored them. You know, most people, unless they've been on a course correction of the heart, project their fears and limitations on you. This is referenced to as mirroring. They're reflecting their inner condition on you. You know, all of us mirror the illusion that we see in the mirror that tells us a lie. It all comes down to who do you listen to? Do you listen to the mirror or do you listen to God? I mean, we need to ask ourselves this question. You know, what I look to is what God says. This is what I look to myself. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. The same spirit that conquered death lives in you. Greater is he in you that's in this world. I'm more than a conqueror. So when you go to the one that made you, you get a true description of who you are. It's like if you own a particular brand of car and you want to get a specification, you go to the manufacturer. And you don't want an interpreted version from another human being. So if I go to another manufacturer, they'll interpret what the reality is. But so many times we do that, how many of us are wearing the badge that our father gave to us or our mother gave to us or our brother or sister or people in our in our work or people in our school or have heartbroken over those things? Many, 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 many of us. Um, you need to embrace your spiritual identity because the game is over for the enemy and the enemy really is your mind. They're living out of their own limitation and they're giving you what they have. They have apples. They're giving you apples or they have oranges. They're giving you oranges, but you don't need to take that because that's not reality. That's what you've allowed to come into you. So you just need to embrace your identity. So a heart cleanse, let's, how am I going to get it right you know, the, as I said, the life is the condition of your heart, not the heart, the condition of your life. So a cleansing system of your human heart very simply means we need to take out what's in it that is not giving us the best of life. You need to be conscious of what's coming in so you don't get overloaded with too many negative thoughts. So this will always keep you imprisoned. You know, we can change our lives dramatically by removing what is already in our mind's bank account and stored in our emotional minds, and then replacing that with things that would serve you better words that would build you up and not break you down. For example, I'm not a victim. I may have gone through this season, but I'm not a victim. I'm a conqueror. I'm not unwanted or worthless. I may have been left or by my father or may have been dumped by mother, but I'm not unwanted or worthless, but I'm loved by God and created for his divine plan and purpose for my life. I'm not all alone. People tell me I'm tragically alone. I'm not alone. I'm not all alone because he's always with me. He's my shepherd. He will lead me through the valley. I'm not abandoned as he will never leave or forsake me. I'm not a drug addict as this is a temporary season and he'll redeem and heal me. I'm not broke as I'm getting ready to birth through another season. You know, these are just some of the hundreds of self affirmations you can use to drown out your inner voice, your enemy. Remember, you have three voices. Society, which is the media, your friends, and all of the noise around you on a daily basis. Your inner voice, the one that's really your arch nemesis, that's your accuser, the one that tells you you're unwanted, that your father dumped you, that you were left, that you were beaten, that you were abused. And then God's voice. And the one you hear least is God's because it's drowned out by all of the world's drama and all of those other voices that you hear. So we spend our time reacting, reacting to things. And this comes through as our false self. Your false self is not the way you were born. It's come through the way you've created yourself. So by developing an awareness of this human heart bank account, you can begin to make deposits and withdrawals. We're talking about how to cleanse it. You can channel those and use as an ATM system to take out withdrawals. So the ones coming in, the deposits will be conscious decisions by your conscious mind to put away positive stored feedback so that your emotional limbic mind is therefore more positive. You can rewire yourself in this way. What's coming in, what's coming out? You need to get aware of this through your inner dialogue. As this is your automotive mind, the one that you react and make all your daily decisions through. They all flow through. So, you'll then have an ability to attain a whole new dimension of living because your um, automative mind will be rewired to be more positive. It'll just change, change quality, it'll go from one quality to another quality. So all negative thoughts, you must remember this, are a perspective or a perception of what is. You know, what is this glorious? What is this great? What is this, is you know, 9,999 types of flower, 4,000 birds? I mean, what is this phenomenal? And actually 400,000 flowers and, and 9,999 types of birds, 400,000 flowers. Unbelievable. What is this glorious? We can never get our head around it. So... Your perspective is your mental view on outlook of what is glorious. It's your own perspective. As human beings, our perspective is often askew. Because remember, it's coming on from your past, from your taken on beliefs. You know, we cannot possibly, if we really think about this, we cannot possibly view the present and the future negatively if it were not for the past. Because the present we haven't been in, and we're in it now, and the future we haven't been in. So think about this for a moment. What would your life look like if you had no past this is a powerful and often life transforming contemplation in order to make change and we need to rework the system and just channel positive things and i often say to myself this really is a brand new day it's the beginning of the rest of my life you know yesterday's history tomorrow's a mystery the only thing that matters is now so in order to make a change just you need many of us are need to get readjusted. We're so adjusted to the patterns of this world that we're overdrawn on negativity. And we don't even realize it. We just go along with the media. We go along with the flow. I I see it on people's faces. We're living unconscious living, I call it. And that's how most of us are living, automotive, unconscious living. I said to a girl yesterday in a store, you know, this is the 30th day of um, summer. She, oh, you're counting them. To me, this is just just a day. Just, 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 we get stuck in this malaise and this apathy. So very simply, we need to break some things off so that we can rebuild ourselves. We, we, we've been beat down. You know, disappointment can be re-edited as a growth potential. I don't like the word disappointment. I look at the word as a growth potential. I, I was gonna go into NLP, neuro reprogramming, but I really don't have time on this segment to do it. The words we use become our also our reality. Maybe I'll do another segment on this, But a disappointment can be reworded as a growth potential. For example, if your employer lets you go to reduce salary costs, yes, you've lost that job, but if you dwell on the loss and not on the new opportunity, you might start to think you were no good. That's why you were let go. All of these things will build up. I know how we think. You need to view it as a new opportunity of being able to move forward to the next thing God's going to place for you. You'll be on a downward exponential spiral if you just don't view it as an opportunity and many people get like that oh I lost my job I'm no good it's a downward spiral once you get on that spiral it's like going up a hill with oil on your shoes it's hard to get up so you'll be magnifying the loss and taking that on board rather than the potential of moving it's really what you magnify you need to take it on board as a potential of moving to your next greatest dimension so a setback is a setup for greater things to come into your life God will use what you think is against you to be for you. When one door closes, a better opportunity opens. If you were meant to have the opportunity, the door wouldn't have closed in the first place. It closes to move you forward in your master plan and divine purpose in your life. Sometimes things need to be forcibly closed on us. And this is for somebody to make us make a decision to move forward to better things. So any setback is an opportunity for growth, not for being put back. A put back is a setup. So just like a bow and arrow, it pulls back to go forward. We must be very conscious in developing that through our conscious mind. We're then not preparing ourselves for a setback, but an opportunity for a step up. We need to really embrace all of this. The word says to guard our hearts with all due diligence, as out of it flows all the issues of life. This means that we need to have stewardship of our hearts, that we must be careful what we allow to go in as everything you do will flow from it you know the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked and because we are all so easily influenced by the world around us our heart really needs guarding we're so easily influenced by the media you get somebody tweeting and all of a sudden a million people are doing the same thing they're so you know influenced by the elections by what people are saying so we really need to reduce ourselves so God can increase in us. So the mind is the struggle and not really your life. The mind is the struggle. You know, talk a bit about relationships. The same. I'm trying to give you a broad band here. It's the same thing with relationships. If somebody says they no longer want to be with you, rather than dwelling on your not being good enough or they've left you because they've got somebody else, let us dwell on the great times you've had together or even the challenges you face and how you've grown. You know, those experiences were great. However, this, this is not, not the plan for me because I'm being shifted to a new position to be open for new things. It's leaving a void in my life so it can be filled with something else. It doesn't mean it's leaving a void so you have nothing. The whole idea, God wants you to have it all. It's leaving a void for you to be filled with something new. So you need not look at the whole, look at the loss. Don't look at the cup as being um, half empty. Look at it as being half full. So this approach really turns setbacks into opportunities to be open for newness. Very, very, of us, when when something happens like that in our personal life, we're not open. We have we are so stuck in a setback that we don't have an opportunity to be open to something new that could be just round the corner. You know, we can change hearts by simply by the way we look at things. So then what we see becomes different. It's like the microwave system from inside out. We can you know change perspective and change then change our vision. We can take away the ruin in our life and build glory, moving forward, gaining strength, gaining wisdom, gaining endurance, and also gaining the potential for a life far greater than we think or imagine. You know, let's see things through a higher elevation. So our altitude will be different. We'll have a clearer perspective because our altitude is high and we can see different. Our platitude becomes different. So we shift by shifting paradigms to break our molds and break free into a brand new life. This all has to be done by conscious, consistent effort by your mind. You have to have critical thinking. So very, you really need to, this is the critical part of your mind is the part of the brain that orchestrates your actions in accordance with your internal goals. It's a synergy. So align your mind with the dreams and goals, with the dreams and goals you want. As God creates you for way more, but it takes belief and alignment to be in a place to receive them all. Very simply, we need to get our minds right. Um, We're going to take a quick break now and then we're going to talk about some takeouts. We're going to talk about more about really the heart, the condition of your life and some takeouts. But it's been great talking to you and I look forward to speaking to you in the next segment. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
0: When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you happy in your life or are you just settling it's time to speak out take control of your existence and let your life speak bart queen is the host of a hero's journey his personal goal is to help you find your voice use that voice and live the life that you deserve to live do more be more and give more Tune into A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment.
1: You are tuned in to new dimensions to reach reverend nicholas or his guests today please call in to one 888-346-9141 that's one 346 9141 you may also send an email to nbarrett28 at yahoo.com now back to new dimensions
2: Hello, welcome again, friends. I don't know whether you're just joining me or actually starting the final segment, but I don't refer this as the final segment. I view it as the start. We, we take information, and then wisdom is applying it. So it's always the start. We've been talking really about our thoughts, how our thoughts, experiences, and perceptions out of those very much determine our lives, the way our lives flow. So it becomes like a... mind becomes like a film that's playing in the background, and it's constantly re-editing things as being good or bad. And because we have a propensity in our human nature... Um, to view and edit more things negatively because 85% of our thoughts are negative. We really have to guard that. And that's one of the reasons why we're walking around in a world today that people are just suffering, they're depressed, they're lost because they've been infested. They've been infested with negative thoughts, which are from darkness, not God's thoughts, which are potentiality. So, And that was one of the problems we were talking about last week and the racism thing. Godlessness is separate from love. So all of those things come in, pride, animosity, anger, greed, lust, vengefulness, and we're surrounded by that. So we really need a, a, an awakening and, I believe, a revival to back in love to how we were created. And I'm pushing hard for the ministry. I have a few people in England, celebrities that are, pushing for the racism. I, I, last week, I did a message on the causality of racism. I believe God's put this on my heart, even speaking to one of the leaders in, in Kenya uh, um, uh, about this in East Africa. So that really is on my heart. It's all about shifting identity of people to be who they are, which will give them value, not to judge a box, box of chocolates really by the box, but to judge them as being chocolate. They're, they're extensively, they're all the same, People are all the same with the same blood flowing through them, just the container's different. But we're so disillusioned and so conditioned that we become segregated. I mean, do we really want to implode as a world? I'm, I'm going off what I was talking about in this show, or do we want to all pull together in community and have a better quality of life? I think enough is enough. I'm, I'm tired of seeing people suffer like this. I've got a book coming out September the 6th through Random. Um, Get out of mind jail. And really, if we can get a blaze, it's it's really a combination of things. It's, um, you know, godlessness, irreverence to God. It's societal paradigms, how we become conditioned by media, how we become conditioned really by form and function of the world, which is not in love. Unfortunately, it's in all these other things. It's in anger, all the things I covered that are separate qualities. Love is empathy, equanimity, peace, joy, patience. We're living totally removed from where we were created. We were created in love and in joy and in peace. Do we want to continue? Otherwise, eventually, the preposites will go over the cliff, will basically implode. So you're the answer. You're the answer as one person. And anybody you see today who looks, let's just do this. Let's make a pact. Let's be nice to two people a day that look different than us, that have different colored skins. Let's just say to them, you know, it's great to see you. You look great this morning. Make their day. I'm I'm the security guard where I live here. Um, There's a security guard called Beaufort. He's a black African gentleman, I believe. I got him a Starbucks gift card. I, I got it on my way to the studio here for the show, because I just want to uplift him. He's there till three o'clock. He said, look, I have the best day, enjoy every second. And I just want to show him unity. And by doing this, you, you'll change the world. You'll not change the world yourself, but if seven billion people do this, even if a billion people do this, we're our own worst enemies. And the title I have for next week is, the greatest threat to human nature is humans. But let me get on with this. There's a whole segment that I'm not going to include now because I've just ran out of time. But God moves me in ways, and I'm and, and that's really what I've got to do, deliver his message in this show. This is not about growing myself. It's about growing you and giving all glory to him. So basically your mind and goals, you need to align to your dreams and goals. So God really created you for more. And it takes belief and alignment to be in a place to receive all you get. Are you on an 11-day mode or a 40-day mode? But is the heart the condition of my life? I'm going to close out with this segment and also some takeouts. Actually, your life is the condition of your heart. All our daily actions, what we say, what we do, and what we think mirror the condition of our internal self. Your life is a manifestation of your internal condition. It becomes an external condition. Manifestation offer internal revelation. This is why you need to guard your heart with all due diligence. This is why you need to be cautious. This is because what we allow to settle will also be what comes out into our lives. Let me explain it like this. If we take a brand new white shirt out of its box for the first time, we see a brilliance to it, a white lustrous splendor, you know, a virgin luster about it, wear it for a day on Wall Street and then come back to your home and examine the condition of the collar. You know, it's soiled as a result of all the grime it's been exposed to in its environment. You know, our hearts are exactly the same, mine and yours. Where a divine revelation and an illumination, they're on a course of getting soiled and getting more and more rancid. I was just the same, but in 2006, I turned my focus from self-focused to god focus and that's the key difference to any of you listening. If you're self-focused all the time about your problems, you can't see through them. You can only see through a slew of anger, vengefulness and you know and pride and, and lust and who's right and who's wrong you need to break that down to get, the, to get the pure and that again you know I'm feeling it strongly I'm going totally off what I was going to say so the heart's the same I'm just trying to hammer this home so you need a divine revelation and illumination something higher than you that's why you need to go to God who will give you light in your dark that's why it is a lamp to my path light to my feet really simply means to give you light so you can see your day clearly we're only in a step i am you know we're only in this step when we're not in yesterday or the step before we're in the present step so we need to see clearly so we can make better decisions we can treat people differently we can maybe have time for our children and wives and connect with them in a different way that's going to be building them building their hearts and building their lives again i'm i'm going off because i'm really feeling this for a str- in a, a strong way so Just living out our lives based on moulds of society from its norms and patterns, you know, and very often we're not aware. It makes us better, not better. We just get tired. It seems meaningless because we're trying to control what we can't control. Very simply, control what you can control and let go of what you can't control to live a much lighter, more joyous life. So really, to get your original heart back requires a course correction, an evaluation for a restoration of it. A restoration denotes a shift, a change from one condition to a previous condition, from one quality to another quality. To renovate or restore means that there was something before, something before our life lied to us, and our hearts became tainted by the labels we permitted to wear from other people's words or actions, to be placed upon us as our reality. All of this together makes a big impact on our human heart. You only need to drive down the street, you know, to observe the selfish nature nature of drivers. Um, it become like a battleground. You know, this is not how you were born. It's like a fish living out of water. But instead, how life has made you. How, how life has made you. So, if we, very simply, if we don't raise your awareness, you'll become a product of your life, rather than your life becoming a product of you. And you re- need to re-listen to this podcast. There's some real gems, I believe, that can settle on fertile ground and really impact you as a person, your relationships and the things around you. I'm feeling it really strongly. All negative thoughts are, uh, are a perspective of what is because we know what is is glorious. It's great. So it's your mental view or outlook. So you don't want to be askew. You can simply change your present or your future just by remolding it so you just want to break away from patterns you know your mind is created without limitations or restrictions I mean you you're, you would have a much greater day I, I want this for you and more importantly God does your greatest threat to your future really is your mind so the arch enemies of your heart really we, we talk about I was going to talk about forgiveness but I'm going to put that on for another another show we're going to look at some takeouts now you know sounds great but how do I do it so it's paramount this, is, again, is to is to realize that you are the answer, paramount that you are the answer to making these changes. Life is really full of pain and disappointments, which brings sorrow and discouragement. So the heart needs to be cheered. It needs to be comforted and encouraged. But our tendency is to seek cheer and comfort in our hearts with the methods of the world, you know, through our strategies for happiness, through the details of life as with the pursuit of power, pleasure, or possessions, or position and the like. So... And John John 16, 27 tells us, God has given us all the things to enjoy, but God's plan for lasting joy and encouragement comes from a heart that has been prepared and fixed to trust in him. And this is where we're really ending in. And I'm going to repeat this. God has given us all things to enjoy, but God's plan for lasting joy and encouragement comes from a heart that has been prepared and fixed to trust him. That's really what we could do. So we we spend a lifetime seeking something outside of ourselves to find happiness, but all the time it's right in front of us, just like the umbrella that you're looking for on the one rainy day, but you can't find it, and your wife tells you, "Look, it's right here." By that, you know, I, all of life can only be attained through a deeper inner person. So we can bring happiness to a to a person, to an event, or a day, but a person or a day can't bring that to us. So we need to be the transporters of what the day is we need to we really are creating that day by how we see it we can bring happiness to people to an event to a workplace so it's a product you need to change your internal set point that then becomes your default button your external manifestation will be positive because your internal set point has changed i need to reprogram my program from yosemite to lion so i'm functioning better so you're no longer externally referenced you no longer depend. On the fluxes of things around you, as your inner self is aligned with your fullness, with your purpose, joy, and accomplishment. I'm gonna give you some takeouts. That really was a takeout on how you're gonna do it, how you're gonna get your original heart back. So just want to give you these positive, just some positive thoughts on this. My life is a pilgrimage to discover the hidden treasure that's in all of us. It may be hard sometimes, but I'm assured it will all be worth it. Difficult roads often lead to beautiful destinations. The only impossible journey is the one you never begin. Peace. It does not mean to be in a place where there is no noise, trouble, or hard work. It means to be in the midst of those things and still be calm in your heart. And then Buddha. Buddha. This is quote. This last one's quoted from Buddha. Horning on to anger is like grasping a hot coal with the intent of throwing it at someone else. You're the one who gets burnt. And then I'll end with this. Inner peace begins the moment you choose not to allow another person or event to control your emotions. You know, it's been great talking to you. I'm looking forward to actually to the next show now. We're going to put in some things about forgiveness there and how humanity is its own worst enemy. But it's been great. I wish you an amazing day. I want to give all glory to God for giving me the heart to make this possible, giving me the wisdom. But you really can reshape your life. You can reshape your heart's bank account by taking the stuff that's not working, withdrawing it, as a withdrawal and depositing all the things that are working for you really God bless you I love you all God loves you more and I look forward to speaking to you in the next show wherever you are have a great week
0: the sky
1: the... thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of New Dimensions please join Reverend Nicholas Barrett again next Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel